guys, it's Stephanie. I'm Brian. And it's Ben. And this is Can We Talk Music, the podcast. Can we talk the interview? Uh, yes. This one, this is a good, close, personal interview. We'll explain why. You know, we got um, we got a, a dear friend to the show. You know, most people may not know the guy you're seeing on camera right now. He's been here since the beginning of the podcast when we were just like, uh, let's jump out the window and talk our shit. Uh, but of course, beyond that, dope R&B artist. He participated. We're going to talk about that, too. Participated in the 16. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Uh, and overall, like we we know, uh, I know me in the car. We know Mike for a very long time. Like, how many R's on the very? Like uh, more than ten years. Yeah, Easily. yeah. Oh my word. Rosemont Center days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh See, look. Y'all best friends then. That's 16 years ago. God oh, damn it. God. No, no, no. I was okay. But yeah, you best know. friends. And that's. When you agree, best friends. <laughs> I don't know, but someone know him as um, <laughs> as the artist. We know him as sincerely yours. Uh, Do to the folks that just you know to know the man and the character that he is. We know him as Mike. So how you doing? What do you want to be right now? Because they're two different entities, you know. Um, I mean, it all—it all depends on sincerely, truly. You see how his watch matches shirt? It, no, it, what it depends on how we start in the interview. Are we starting the interview talking as Mike, and then we're gonna go into? Oh, so we got both of them here. We got. Two. Oh, so you, uh, Harvey Dent? Okay. It's, no, cool. it's like when you know when Urkel <laughs> steps into the machine. <laughs> you know, you flip the switch and Stefan comes so, out. So. Sincerely so yours. sincerely yours Stephon. is Stephon. Yeah, counsel. <laughs> okay. Oh, so his voice is going to change. He's going to go from, yeah, so you know, da 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 A whole lot going to change. Maybe. Urkel uh, went from. So you know. Urkel you know how you did a little whisper. He went from this to Coles. <laughs> yep. So that's what you feeling? Uh-oh. You know, like, first, how are y'all? Since it's two of y'all, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How y'all doing today? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, like. We good. Okay. We good. All right. Um, you know, just working pretty much, trying to show these people that you know R and B ain't dead. Did a live called R and B ain't dead. So like two hours ago. I know that's right. So yeah, just get ready. Well, we glad that y'all are good. (laughs) Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just make sure that it's y'all straight because the pandemic out here. It, it might have got one of y'all. Yeah. Shit, crazy. A little bit, a little bit. But um, sincerely, didn't drop nothing in a while, didn't he? Oh, so you was on bed rest? No, no. no. We about to get. Oh wait, this is Mike. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> nah, nah. Actually, I do want to address Mike because since we're talking about the R&B ain't dead, you know, mm-hmm. the music scene um, in Orlando specifically, because we know on mainstream R&B is making that resurgence, and you know. It's not where it used to be, of course, but it's getting its recognition again. Recently, actually not recently, it was like last year, um, but you kind of put everybody on notice where it was just like, and he was bold about it. This nigga tagged everybody. He was just like, hey, y'all DJs don't play us. We got dope R&B artists in the city, and y'all don't do this, y'all don't do that. Like, y'all ain't rocking with us. Um, 
since then, because that was like last year, because I remember um, we did Consistency's interview, and it was like two weeks before that, and that was last year. So since then, do you feel that there was a shift? Do you feel like you're getting a little more recognition? And you don't got to talk about how the 16 put up the platform for the, uh, the R&B singers or nothing. We can exclude that. But, Why you know, would we? Um, like, to be honest, me, myself, I feel like not yet, mm-hmm. but it's going to change because... You know, one of my close friends and actually a partner on my team, Seven, y'all mm-hmm. might know him as Micah Five now, um, is probably one of the dopest R&B artists, mm-hmm. not in just Orlando, mm-hmm. but if you take the time to actually listen to his music and listen to his catalog, you will see and hear that. Like, yo, mm-hmm. this nigga's like, he's there. Yeah. And it's it's hard because, you know, we've been to a few, you know, even R&B Live, you know, bef- before he performed at Dream City and none of his stuff was played. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you want me to come perform next week, but I'm here in the house and you won't play my stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or at least acknowledge the presence or or something. Acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and I feel like in the city, well, I I just can't speak for the city. When you look at society and where music is right now, Mm -hmm. R&B is no longer R&B. Um, society has made it to where or traditional traditional rather. you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it, society has made it to where people are afraid or scared to admit that they're in love mm-hmm. that love is a you know a good thing you know what I'm saying and it's like you, you think about all our traditional R&B artists when they're coming back out now nobody's listening unless they're talking about Bitches and hoes going to the club, throwing money here and there. You know what I'm saying? Think about this, right? Sex, Love, and Pain, the original album, right? Okay. Classic, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so think about Sex, Love, there. and Pain too. He, he was. He was reaching. Hella modern, modern. We'll you got it when when you Is look it at reaching, Tank. Though? Is it reaching? It's reaching though? when you look at Tank, right? Because Tank got to go and get a feature from Yo Gotti. But that's fine though. It's not fine because the song is. did nothing. But I'm just saying, like, personally, I feel like artists are allowed to, you know what I'm saying? They're allowed to experiment and try other, di- you know, other shit or whatever. Like, Tank, you know, he's Tank. Who, who is he not allowed to work with? That's motherfucking Tank. If he said, oh, I want to get on the shit with Yo Gotti or whatever, whatever, it don't got to do numbers or whatever, but I just want to have that kind of shit in my repertoire. It's fine. Because when he go perform that shit, somebody in the audience going to know it. I don't know. I I know. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying like, if we thinking about R&B, it's always been a genre that is very kin to rap and hip hop. So these niggas they cross over all the time and do shit. But when, I, I get what you're saying. But when you look at the root of R&B, it's rhythm and blues, right? Yeah, yeah. What what is what is blues? I mean, it's another genre of music. First, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you take the rhythm and put it in there, you can't throw hip-hop and rap in there but people do that all the time for it to remain traditional you get what i'm saying so what i'm what i'm saying is even with our local r&b artists right and i get the dj's job is to make the crowd happy but traditional r&b our artists here not only our artists they're afraid to do traditional Mm r&b because of the fact that it won't get recognized yeah i have to do and I think DK said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I have to do a record to get played in the club for anybody to know mm-hmm. that I'm an R&B artist. Mm-hmm. But how far do you stray away from 
R&B mm-hmm. to get played in the club. Now, you get me, what I'm saying? Or is that your, your main purpose? I have to get played in the club. Yeah. So let me ask, like, because when I go to the club or whatever, well, pre-COVID or whatever, when I used to step out a little bit, like, I don't be there to listen to R&B. Like, after I get drunk and I done danced a little bit, and you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at my watch, it's about 1.30 or whatever. I don't mind if the DJ slow it down, you know what I'm saying, let me vibe out the door. Okay. But when I'm in there and the shit is lit, sweat, you know what I'm saying, air conditioning barely work, mm-hmm. might as well turn up. I get that. So what I'm saying, in that in that same break mm-hmm. to where the DJ slow it down, right? Why not throw a local R&B artist in the same avenue or same set that you throw Love by Keisha Cole? That's cool. Well, that, you, was, that you throw Can We Talk in there. No, that's fine. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. we so, have artists that do that. Mm-hmm. So you as a DJ, right? If if you say, "Well, I can't play you doing my regular set," there's a time for it, right? Or there wrong. is, yeah, 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 definitely. There's that cool down moment. Mm-hmm. There's a cool down moment. When so, they be playing party so, in the U.S., you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> showcase <laughs> your local R&B artist. Don't wait until you have an R&B only event to do it. I was about to ask: Would you prefer it be club night where you realize most people ain't really checking for R&B until they get in the mood or would you rather it be like a, a, a actual like huge R&B event like say you know what I'm saying say we book fucking uh, beach them on a Friday mm-hmm. night and tell motherfuckers it's R&B only tonight if you ain't trying to hear no slow jams if you ain't trying to hear fucking music go down the street to tear and do your thing down there like would you prefer it to be an R&B environment or you want to just be mixed in or whatever both can work because at the end of the night, when you're getting ready to leave the club, it's 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, right? What's on your mind? <laughs> yeah, trying to get some right? ass. So, well, so, 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 wait. So, if a DJ first. If I understand <laughs> no, okay. but you're going to eat one or two things. Oh, oh shit. It might be, uh, you know what? Okay. This is not the kind of So, you think about it, right? You're you, you thinking about that. What's wrong with throwing a little red lingerie in there? Yeah. I don't have no problem with it. I'm asking you because this is this is how. But you that's feel that's what it. I'm saying. It's, it can work make, either way. Okay, so but what would make the most sense that make you feel comfortable? Well, the I reason think. why I say it can work either way because you got the niggas that go to beach them on a regular Friday that won't go to the R&B only nights. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that it, it's it's a situation where it's why not it both can work both like, ways. And I get that just because again stemming from the conversation we had with them, we have artists like most people that go to guilt won't listen to smoke for example but there are people in guilt that will listen to smoke so that don't mean you can't drop because he does have music that fits the mold but it just doesn't get played mm-hmm. so when you look at like what you're talking about in the cool down hours you don't got to play me during the the hot hour where it's like oh this is what we're throwing all the the rowdy rich and we don't drink we doing all that mm-hmm. we're not expecting well, I'm saying we. Like, I'm just speaking from Mike's perspective. I mean, say we, because I'm with you. I ain't no R&B uh, artist. Hey, Mike, oh, Mike and Sincerely oh, Yours, they feel too. a different yeah. way. So, Dan and Brian, we, they, um, <laughs> we got you. I feel what you're saying. But, yeah, there's not... Like, I, I know the R&B artists here aren't asking to be played during prime time. Mm-hmm. They're just asking to be played. Period. So, yeah. during that cool down, cool. Like, you about to walk out the door, get them a shout out. Hey, yo, this is Sincerely Yours, the Red Lingerie. Like streaming everywhere, da 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 da, because you know they do it with other artists. Like mm-hmm. you know, nine times out of ten, it could be a regular day party, and you know most day parties are R and B vibes, cool like summertime vibes. Mm-hmm. If a nigga like Hot Boy walking to a day party, 
oh shit, hot boy in the building, and they gonna play something like Don't Need Time. They gonna throw it on. It's just I do I, I do see that R and B artists here don't get that same respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but to play devil's advocate, and I this is now a question here: How often do the R and B artists reach out to the DJs? And in a sense, that makes it make sense because well, you know, let's not because we got Mike and Cecilia. Let's ask them. <laughs> If they reach out, because you know, other people might do whatever they want to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like this is still a question for Mike. Okay, me oh, myself, well, no. sincerely yours, because he's the artist, right? Yeah, okay. I, I reach out often. Like okay. Ben, you notice, know like mm-hmm. if 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 I'm in the studio, if I'm working on a song, right? I I even reach out to promoters, not because they're promoters, because I know them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a hey, man, give me your honest opinion. Nine times out of ten, I won't hear back. Yeah, I mean, this nigga so, FaceTime me so while I'm making you, the song. So. You can't say that artists don't do it. It's, the, I feel like the level of respect they have for R&B artists here is not on the same level as rappers. And you know what? I can uh, see that. Because mm-hmm. not that the DJs, like, play favorites or whatever, but if you could be, if you, I feel like, if you could show them, like, nigga, I got X amount of followers on X, Y, Z, this many people listen to my shit or whatever, They'll look at you different versus like, oh, Mike just hit me on the on the the Dropbox and like check this out. But and I feel like another thing, it shouldn't be about followers. Yeah, you know, but you know that's 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 what it is right now. Like quality music should be what matters. Um, and I feel like we've gotten so far away from that. I can't blame locally. Just in general, because it is yeah, on the mainstream level. Yeah, they just follow so on the, uh, yeah. the format, the industry um, format. But yeah, to answer your question, I reach out often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, I yeah. reach out often, but it's okay. You know, and I say whether it's a lot of times, but women and, and doing Facetime. But I'll again, remember uh, the question was: Do you reach out and make it make sense to them? Because at the same time, yeah, bro, you reached- can say, oh, you can say like, hey, this is my track. Da da da. And you know most DJs are trained just by BPMs and da 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 da. So if you reach out and say like, to be real, I just play, I just finish this up and I played it in between this and this, and it sounds pretty smooth. Like right. you know da da da. Do you actually try to break it down in that manner? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put this since we being personal. Remember the island song I did, right? Mm-hmm. I've reached out to promoter locally mm-hmm. who was just starting a day party. It's gotten pretty big. Mm-hmm. Summertime day party. I think it was the first launch of it. And I said, look. Listen to this next to this. Mm-hmm. No response. Okay, so do you think you might have got no response because he like nigga don't tell me how to build my set? No, you a, a promoter to me. It was just a promoter to say, hey, listen, check this out. Mm-hmm. Not the, just a promoter. Okay, so you it was because I know him. You Ultimately, the promoter. the promoter can go to a DJ and right, say, right. run this. But I know him. So, mm-hmm. Promoters booked my brother multiple times. Mm-hmm. And who is your brother for the people? Oh. Big dog, Dre Big dog Dre Day. Oh, shout out Dre Day. Yes, sir. But um, <laughs> yeah, multiple times, and it's crazy because I'll send it to somebody that is close to that promoter. Mm-hmm. Hey, check this out, Flames, nigga. That's it. Mm-hmm. But where is the reaction? You know what I'm saying? Where is it from the person that can actually throw it somewhere? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Is it, do you just like, are you looking at just how your music play? Like, what what exactly do you feel like would change the way you feel about the shit into a more positive, like, experience with the two? 
for them to recognize that Orlando is not just a place for rappers. Okay. You know, and then like I don't know if you can see it. Like you have R and B singers that were R and B singers in Orlando that are now rappers mm, because yeah. they feel, well, damn, if somebody gonna play me, I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. And then when you ask them, oh no, bro, I sing. You ain't know I can sing. Mm. I've been singing first. Because when you look at frescoes like that, fresco Mr. Soul, mm. I just found out that Trap Hamilton can sing his ass off. And who's so. that? The one girl that we uh. What's her name? Mm. Mulani? Mulani? Yeah. yeah. I know she used to sing and then she was mm-hmm. like, you know, because it's, it's like we, it's, we don't yeah. get enough respect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, what do I have to do for y'all to wake up and say, damn, now let me play some of their R&B stuff because I'm popping as a rapper now. Mm-hmm. So, but then at that point, it's it's kind of like the mainstream. It it's going to be a good one. It's kind of like the <laughs> mainstream no thing as to where now that you know me for my rap music, I technically can't do any wrong for you. So play that R&B song. Mm-hmm. People are going to find you, somebody's going to like it. OK. So I would say, because one thing that we've also had uh, that I can speak of, let's say I'm being the other side of things where we're saying, like, well, we don't have the music to play. What's the other uh, side of things? The DJs? Just saying, like, yeah, the DJs okay, yeah. and the promoters. Like, we don't really have okay. the... Um, uh, we don't have the the music from y'all to play, and um, a lot of the times I have realized that some of that can come from who, um, because we know a lot of R&B artists. We were just like, "Are you really taking it serious?" So even with I ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings. I mean, so don't. But even with the sixteen, okay, <laughs> we had a few where we were just like. And, you know, I got on your neck about it. No, we but, don't talk about it. Maybe uh, we are. Even yeah. on the 16, it was we- just like, because <laughs> um, I hear those where it's just like, yo, y'all ain't doing shit for the R&B artists. Like, we got talent. Y'all do as hella talented R&B artists here. So when we put together the 16, it was just like, here, let's let's do this. And then I can say off rip, there was like three where it was just like, this was just fun for you. Like, you weren't even trying to make it an opportunity. And I'm not saying you in particular, even though you tried to, Backdoor scapegoat <laughs> with no video and shit like that. And we listen. Just pause right there for mm-hmm. a second. We're we gonna talk about that now. Yeah, because I was disappointed so. in you as a nigga, <laughs> as a whole nigga. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, okay, we well, we didn't necessarily. He actually did a give, great job with the cover too. He. Did, that's what I'm saying. So, so let, let's talk. Let's talk about what didn't y'all nec- didn't do. Listen. We did not necessarily specify exactly what it is, the, the exact format that we wanted or whatever, but we did double back and be like, okay, we give you we give you the first round. Come back and this is what we need. And Well, he wanted the next round. So exactly. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, that I mean, that, that's... I but no, we Sorry. did say it. Like, when I first... I, I'll say this. When I first sent that, I was like, we do need y'all to send in the clip. Um, of y'all singing the song we give y'all. And then mm-hmm. when we did the video, we said we need y'all to post the video mm-hmm. of y'all doing this. And you had He wanted to be a creative cover artist. Right. Nigga. And All and again, the the cover was good. And the, and the crazy thing the is the song, not the you had shit you, you tried. <laughs> yeah, not the, not but the, I can tell you might really a Photoshop time nigga. Yeah, but, no, no, no. But that was a website thing I went to. So. The month the cover was good. I told but, these niggas, I'm like, you know, he might sound a little better than Ray J. They yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Crazy. Like, Brian was like your biggest advocate in there because I was like, fuck that nigga. I'm just playing. But, <laughs> I believe you because you nah. sent me a few 
angry, angry text messages. I did because I was, but a lot of that came because well, that from, handicapped you in the tournament. It, and like, but again, me and you have sat in the studio together. We've written together. We've actually sat there. And we've talked about like, yo, this can happen, that can happen, da 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 da. So I look at it where it's just like, granted, we're not American Idol or nothing, mm-hmm. but to give a base level like a foundation platform, because mm-hmm. even when we got to the final four, even though whatever happened with the footage or whatever. Um, all them girls were just like, oh, yeah, I got clips because I want to send it off to this person so I can do this and da 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 So it, you could tell they were just like, yo, I'm taking this shot and I'm running with it. Mm-hmm. Um, not just you. I ain't trying to just A-Town stomp on you or uh, <laughs> don't be a menace your ass or nothing. But uh, it was just a couple that you could tell came in and just like, well, I'm just going to do some shit. And it was just like, but this is actually an opportunity. And then when you find out the grand prize was um, – TC's literally saying like when I get another major artist you're gonna open for that artist so if nigga brought Tank nigga you can put on your resume I'm opening for Tank like that's, that'll forever be there but yeah, that's what the winner won I don't know if you stuck around to catch us yeah no nah, I was here nah, he was here right, at the, he right. watched the winner get the yeah. trophy and the buzz like, <laughs> yeah but, and that's the yeah. thing, See, so that's thing. Like, yeah. I feel and then like I mean cause I ain't know if what you, what you saying see. like mentioning resumes bro like you got a hell of a resume already. To be honest, like if you don't want to that's what I'm saying. Like to be, I feel like not respected or not checked for as not only just a writer, mm-hmm. like an R&B artist, like bro, like do you know? Mm-hmm. So you know go what ahead I'm and give your the majority of the people probably the don't even shit. know. Yeah. So this is why we're here. So this you ain't even saying? this ain't your bragging moment, but just let like we know the man mm-hmm. day twenty six got shut down. Um, Kevin Ryan McCall Angel, and Tank. Kevin McCall Tank. Like you got credentials. You got the resume to say like I've written or co-written with these people and everything. So I should get more respect on my name. But again, at what like where do you now? Because now I can I can see it more. Like you're more hungry for it because everything is an arm's reach now. But I feel like everything was always an arm's reach. So. What flipped that switch where it was just like, all right, I'm going to stop um, waiting for it? Because I felt like that's what happened in the 16. It was more so you were still waiting for it to happen instead of, I might have just, this is my shit. I know who the fuck I am. I know, like, that's when Cecilia yours was introduced. I don't know if you already had him in mind, mm-hmm. but that's when I was just like, I ain't going to lie. They I was share like, what a the body, fuck did you man. They share yours? a whole body. So but that's that, to be He's honest, He's like, Y'all deep in the music, right? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you, y'all remember this group called Third Story? You probably got to go back a few. They had yeah. a song with Joe Budden I called "Get With that Me." Second story. Mm-hmm. They had a song with. Stop it. No, go. I'm listening to you. <laughs> they had a song with Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. It was like real big. Well, mm-hmm. um, called "Get With Me." Okay. So one of the members, Jr. Um, me and him, like that's like my big brother. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking. He's like, "Bro, this was like years ago. You need to start releasing your music." Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm not ready because where R&B is, he's like, he straight up told me on the phone, he said, nigga, fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's what we would have said. Release the That's music. That's what I have Yeah, said I'm going to say Ben probably said that yeah. to you. Release the music. And I was like, but I can't come out as Mike. It's, you know, you got Michael Jackson, you got Michael Jordan. Mike Tyson. You got Mike Tyson. You got Mike and Ike. You got all of these mics out there. <laughs> Why <are> you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. And he was like, he was like, to be he honest, this is what he said. He said, think about it. 
you like that's your favorite candy? No, 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 no. Okay. It's just no. iconic, you know. Yeah. yeah. So Staple now, in the hood. Yeah. In the Mike world. 25 cent. Mike the singer would have been a cool name. Who? Mike the singer? You got a chance to rap him. No, 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 no. Okay. And so he he was like <laughs> yeah, he, he said, bro, like think about it. In the R and B world right now, double names are winning. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, and this was right when Chris Pink Brown. Sweats came out. Mm-hmm. He was like, look Pink at that. Sweats. Yeah. He was like, all right, like think about something. You write. I said, yeah, I do. He said, what do you do at the end of a letter when you write? You sign it. You sign it. Sincerely yours. He said, what do you normally sign it as? So it depends on who you're writing it to. He said, stop, nigga. Sincerely yours. I said, damn. That's dope. We got one. And that's how that came So you like that. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. You ran with yeah, it. I'm rocking I with ran. it. I can run you know, too fast. But salutations, they could be anything. I was going to say, because to the point where we just say, nigga, fuck it, just release it. You know how many times you've hit me up, like, bro, I got to have you hear something. I have to walk out of work. And get on FaceTime and listen to it. And I'm like, yo, this is fire. Let's go ahead and, and it release never it. comes out. And never came out. Mm-hmm. Or even, damn, what was it? Like the, I forgot the name of it with the, the NBA clip in it. Yeah, put me uh, in. Yeah. Yeah. That was you, hard. You it's let me hear hard. that song like a year and a half before it came out or some shit like yeah. that. And it's like, I can tell that a lot of it wasn't, it wasn't you not taking yourself seriously. It was just you not, like you kept saying, like, this ain't where the world is. And again, it was that waiting thing. And mm. I feel like... We should have just been going for that shit, bro. Dog. And you know, it's funny that we... <laughs> so I'm going to bring up uh, Jack. Oh, shit. So... Daniels? Mm-mm. Moon. So when I was in uh, LA, I was writing with... His name is Teddy. But he calls himself Jack Moon. Oh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he kept saying, like, bro, pop music, pop music, pop music. And I'm like, no, you're not listening. R&B is making a swing right now. And he just only wanted to do pop. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to write pop music. And then R&B made that swing. And I was like, if you only knew, you would have been ahead of the curve and this and this. But you were so focused on right now. Mm-hmm. So I do believe like you were stuck on, well, this ain't it. What is, this ain't it right now. Like, who's, who's to say you couldn't be the nigga to break the mold again? And make people say like, damn, you know, R&B is fire. Like, it ain't never went nowhere. It's just fire. And now you, you campaign and R&B ain't dead. It's never been dead. We just stopped listening to it because right now wasn't what people was listening to. Because I'm going to tell you, right, before we start the interview, you let me hear two songs. And the one you talking about you was working on today. Yeah, you want to slow it down. I slowed it down. Oh, was it not fire? I didn't say it was not fire. Okay, it just, now, but it wasn't now, the vision. It's it, not the vision. Okay, but okay, so it wasn't the vision, right? But if you was at the club and you heard that come on with with the slow down now, would you like it? Me? Am I am I being? Because I ain't, you also got to realize it's his song. Or is it me? So he, you get what I'm saying? That the reason I'm asking that is because. I get what you're saying about okay, why these niggas just won't throw the little shit on my, you know, throw the song on, 
on the let out or you know what I'm saying, you know, just to calm people down or whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, damn, when I'm at the club, that's what I want to hear. But then listening to all the other DJs we had talk about this shit, I'm like, people be wanting to turn up from the time they step in this shit to the time they leave. And they be like, okay, well, if you throw a slow song in there, then people's like, okay, I'm leaving the dance floor, going to the bar. And you don't want that doing your shit. So I'm not not saying, oh, do you feel like it would be better if you just make a club record or whatever? But how do you, how do you feel about as an R&B artist crafting music that you know will kind of fit into a club environment? Just like, feel, how you feel about it? I feel like it. that's a, a kind of like a double-edged sword okay. because as an R&B artist, we can do up-tempo records. You not get what not I'm even saying? just up-tempo, but just something that's that. That's like vibey or whatever, because you know that's what that's. I mean, that when you okay. look at R and B, that's what technically mm-hmm. what we call a mid tempo up tempo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. something that okay. has a, has a vibe to it. Got and, and we talk. In my opinion, it's the greatest R and B song of all time. And that shit, but it's, it's a bop. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Um, being like even the put me in song, that's mm-hmm. an up tempo mid tempo record. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we we do those type of things, but me as an R and B artist, I I feel like I can't do that type of record. And sacrifice myself as an R&B artist. Now, when you say sacrifice, do you mean like, oh, that's completely out of the, my style of music and the kind of music I like no, to make? No, I, I wouldn't say stepping out of my lane is not a sacrifice. It's it's giving the type of content mm. just to be played in the club. Okay, so you, yeah, so you're not basically you saying I'm not finna just be making a record just. He's not gonna do WAP just to be played in the club, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> well, we know we you can't do WAP. <laughs> Mm-mm. You or sincerely, that's not Mm-mm. sincerely not what we gonna do. Okay, but well, cause I I feel personally, just just me, fuck the club. I, I feel like that too. It's cool, it's a good time or whatever. But like we did a whole R and B showcase with the sixteen or whatever, and that was the vibe. That shit was way better. It was for great. Me. It was but so then great. on the flip side, the people that patronized the event. I feel like they were, that's music that they were prepared to listen to. Like, you, you think about the club, you think about turning up. But what we had curated or whatever, we let people know this is an R&B competition. So when you come in this bitch, that's what you listening to. I feel like that kind of stuff will work better versus just like, oh, you know, let's try to get the DJs to play myself but, in like, the club. Like I said, it can work both ways. I, I know it can work both ways. I'm saying club is lit. That's what it's for. To me, anyway. My opinion. Club is lit. That's what it's for. So people going to, to hear that. You tell motherfuckers, R&B showcase, this is what you come in here. They show up. You win because that's what they, you know, you don't even got to compromise. I now hear, you can play I what hear, you want to play. I hear what you're saying, but name a club where the energy died down when love came on. Which love? Which love? Keisha Cole. Oh. Name, name a club. But that's different. No, it's not different. Why? It's not is it not an R&B song? Yeah, but then... Wait a minute. Do it's up-tempo. They, it's up-tempo. No, it's a slow song. That's what I'm saying. But do they not play it at the let out? I mean, but can we talk it the same way? Right? So name name a club. You, you're you saying you would rather... But you're not making them kind of records. Who not? I'm, that's what I'm, I'm asking. Because Ooh. do you uh, have a love... I'm not Keisha Cole, so I don't have a love. OT Genesis got like a, <laughs> he got something remotely close. Which is look, uh, nigga. I but like I have, have bro, I got records that will fit. 
Okay. But, that's, but it's it's but just it's just like the music that industry. Don't compromise. But hold on. What I would say though, though it's is just like the music industry. We mm-hmm. don't even have ARs that are willing to take chances anymore. We taking chances. I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying yeah, I like that. But I'm saying in the industry, like think about it. When's mm-hmm. the last time you heard a new artist that came out that didn't sound like an artist that's previously out? Hot smoke. What? Mm-hmm. Said she said the weekend. You say pop smoke, right? But now but listen, to, listen, listen to that dude that do the whoopty song. Oh yeah, yeah who does nah. he sound like? Yeah, he, no, they right. definitely because we don't have ARs that are like, look, this is what I believe in. We gonna go with this. Yeah, we got A and R's looking for the next. The music. next same. The ne- we need a we need a new Lil Wayne. We need a new Justin Bieber. They still we need a new this this and this mm-hmm. this. No, take a chance. Don't. The job ain't gonna go nowhere. You either gonna keep it or get promoted for finding the next best thing. No, they will find. Nah, you might get fired. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, so what's, what's the worst that can happen? You get fired. fired. <laughs> and then what? And then I don't got no motherfucking money coming in. So. And then you can do what? Find but, another job. Yeah, but why would I? Why would I sacrifice that just because? Well, why would why why would what? you why would you other, be on a revolving wheel? Because at the end of the day, right? Got to play the, a game sometimes. We don't want two little Wayne's right or wrong. Right. I mean, if we so had when two you, comparable yeah. Wayne's, no, hell no, that ain't gonna work. I, if we had two Wayne's that was really Wayne, it's not gonna work because you, you got to think about this, right? I like Wayne. There's two of them. Be I understand, fine. but there's only but one we got little two Wayne's right? now. They, they're little baby and dub baby. We got two Wayne's line. Huh? What? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like they fit. They come from his mold. Hey, no. Nah. Oh, wow. Let's go back yeah. to. Um, yeah. We gonna yeah, take it back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. No, because I was. Y'all don't hear. Y'all don't hear Wayne's influence and Lil Baby hear. and Dub Baby. Hey, look, we gonna go back to the mic interview because that's. I ain't say they doing wild. the shit good. I'm um, just saying I hear the influence from these niggas. I hear Wayne you and Lil Baby and Dub Baby. Stop the whole shop. Boy, Jerry almost stopped getting this done. Is, and, this is this are my opinions. If, the, if it doesn't reflect, can, can we talk music? It is what But what I was going to say saying, in regards it. to um, when you was like the NRs ain't taking a chance on this and this music, now what I would challenge you and other R&B artists to do is actually release them. Because we've talked about, again, I know of like at least 30 fire songs on your computer. Me and you, you know, know seven or Micah has hella songs in his computer. He probably got hard drives full of songs. That's what I'm saying. Stupid. So if I'm in the place of a DJ, granted, Orlando DJs need to do better with saying, yo, I know you do this. What do you have? Because I guarantee in Atlanta, there's probably DJ saying like, hey, I know so-and-so said you do this. Let me hear what you got. Orlando DJs don't do that. Mm-hmm. And they need to be better at doing it. But I also believe our R&B artists need to be better at being prepared, prepared with a body of work. Because I know you're not afraid to say, oh yeah, I got all of this, da 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 just come to the studio and I'm going to let you hear it. Well, yeah. why is it still on the computer? So let me let me tell you a thing about, well, me and my understanding of where the industry is right now. Right? Mm-hmm. When's the last time, I'm not going to say you or you, okay. because that's what y'all do. Y'all listen to an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Front to back. At least everybody's not like that. So for me as an artist, Mm -hmm. I'm less likely to record and release a full project at one time. Yeah. But see, that's I I hear what you're saying, but I feel like you kind of shooting yourself in the foot with that. Because like I know you, right? Mm -hmm. I know that you can sing. I like your production or whatever. If you say, Oh, you know, I got seven songs or twelve, whatever the fuck you want to put out, I'ma listen to it top to front. In the front of that. Yeah, but 
Why think would about you, it. Why, right. you, why but, you just like, oh, that's you? But nah, see, all right. I'm, I'm so a listener, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm my, a, my, my, my plays and spins put I'm money put in your it, I'm going to put it just like this, right? I'm going to take this and throw it in the rapper lane, right? Have you heard an OT Genesis album? Does OT Genesis got an album? Exactly. So, but how many, how many but singles? No, no, no. How many singles has he released that have gone number one? Like, and he don't, he don't have to release ones. an album. That's fine. But what you want to do? But this, this what I'm, I'm, my mind state, the state of music is the current is. state of music. Okay. To you know how much it costs to take and put a whole album together and release it? I do. So why not take that same or cut that in a fraction and do it by singles? I mean, you could do that. Because a DJ can only play one song at but a time, this, right? This is why I'm asking the question I'm asking. Because Ben said, your music is still on the computer. Yeah. Why is it not on a it's, somewhere it's, I could listen to? It is. I ain't time to come to your house every time I want to hear it. But what I'm saying is, we, we're not... That was then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where you at now? I got a single out everywhere. Okay. My single, it's on TikTok, You got one Instagram. single out. Yeah, because so, I just started releasing music. So you, that's the single that you want people to play in the club you're not going to say hey dj i have 13 singles out pick one and tell me which one you think a go which one you'll like that's unrealistic though why you say that just because if he um pretty much just came out as an artist mm-hmm. you can't really expect like the reason why most people can't stand the baby now is he put out too much shit at once and, he and then they're the all mediocre flow. at that so if a new artist, especially an R and B artist, comes out and just says, "You can try to pick all fifteen of these signals, uh, singles, and you make it a single in the club," yeah, I'd be, it's work talk. But um, what? You stuck? <laughs> but yeah, like um, that's why it makes sense for him to have the one single and mm-hmm. say, "This is what I'm pushing. This is what I know can do this in the club," as opposed to, "Well, you can figure it out," because then it, it kind of skewers his artistry in a sense where it's just like I know you want to be known for being multifaceted Mm -hmm. but most artists even with a big catalog if you went to Lil Wayne you said what was the one song that you want to feel like you're known for he'll most likely have a one song where he's just like damn you know what go DJ really that that's whatever whatever Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he'll pick go DJ I'm just saying (laughs) There's a, it's very likely that he'll say like if I had to pick one of my songs this would be the song, so I don't know, I don't know about that, cause cause just knowing how Wayne liked to rap, he, he always say the last song he just did every time he it's his favorite question, song. <laughs> he said the last song he just did is his favorite song all the time. But yeah. at the same time, like he got a favorite body of work that might not of necessarily course. be the last one. So I don't know. I'm just me personally. This is me. I'm not a DJ, so maybe I'm not who you're trying to satisfy. That's fine. But I'm saying if you was to be like, I have 10 songs on Spotify, because this is what I do for everybody. It don't matter if they biggest. We did the same, I did the same shit with Smoke. He put out his project or whatever. I went through that bitch, and I was like, okay, I like these songs, but these two or three or four are the ones that I'm playlisting. I can listen to them bitches every day, whatever, whatever. I can't do that for artists that's like, oh, he only got one. Because as soon as you, if I, if that one don't catch me, it's every time you put out, it's going to be less likely that I tune in. Because the first one you gave was not it. To me, anyway. Not not saying you personally, just saying artists in general. 
But then that's the risk that people like OT Genesis run by not having a project. You don't get to fully experience who he is as an artist. So, he don't want to be the cub nigga. He don't want to be love remix. I know he don't want to be that. Yeah. It's funny and it's, it works for him. But getting to the money, Beyonce did that shit on stage. But I'm gonna tell you, like you gotta, you got when you look at R&B artists and stuff like that, right? Nine times out of ten, we'll sit on a song mm-hmm. for six months before mm-hmm. we let anybody hear it. Because we second guess it, right? Then that's fine. Rappers, right? Artistry. You, yeah. you think you think about how many rappers get in the studio two hours and record four songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that session, they be signing all it's on it's on it's on Spotify. It's on here. It's on there. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Because think think about how easy it is for a rapper to go in the studio and record a song right now. Nah. You get that's what I'm fine. saying? For yeah. me as a Ben, how long ago did you hear Red Laundry before it came out? That was a minute. It was a good minute. That song been done for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just putting it out? Because I want to get enough people, unbiased people, to hear it before I put it out. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, right, when I do a session, I'm less likely to have a group of four or five of my friends in my session. Mm-hmm. I'll I wait till the that. song is done, play, have it on my phone, be driving somewhere and to just come on and they be like, who is this? Cool, then I know I might have something. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's a versus everything. versus yeah, yeah. if I'm a rapper, I'm in the studio with 15 of my homeboys. Mm-hmm. They drunk and high and everybody on Instagram going dumb. Yeah, yeah. And now I release it. And it ain't getting a reception. It's, it's less organic that way. It's, I get you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I do hear what you're saying. I feel like it's it's a method to when I do things like that. That's fine. And that's what I'm trying to get you to explain to me. Because what you're saying right now, that's the same thing the YouTube algorithm does, the spot, all these streaming platforms, they do that. They're like, okay, well, Mike, this nigga sound like Day 26. So whenever the fuck somebody play Day 26 and they run out of songs for Day 26 to play, it shuffles into everything that sounds similar. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I get how you feel about making sure that your art and your music and everything sounds the way you want it to sound before you release it. All I'm saying is, don't be afraid to just put that shit out and let it do what it do. Because you're going to work it on one end, you're going to share it to everybody in your phone on the other end or whatever, and then because of the way the, this, this digital era is set up, the algorithm is going to put it in people's ear also. I like the, your method or whatever. I feel like a lot of artists need to do that. I don't, I don't like that we have artists or whatever. They just came out and we already talking about this nigga got the same flow. They did what you talking about. They went in the studio on a Thursday, recorded five songs to the same motherfucker producer, used the same flow, even switched out some of the lyrics and the verses or whatever. You can't tell, but you listen to the EP top to bottom. Like, now he said that on the second song. Like, I get that. But give us the music, nigga. I want to hear the shit. So, and I'm gonna I'm and let me slow shit down. I, you can slow the hell, <laughs> the hell you want to do it. This is I'm, because I feel like that's another thing. You put out a song one way, somebody do an alternate version of it. I have no issue. I have up, no issue with and that. And now you on. I have no issue with that because at the end of the day, I released it how I wanted to release it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. If you take it as a DJ and say, "Look, let me slow this shit down." Because it fits this Or it vibes like this mm-hmm. At the end of the day When they be like Damn what song is that mm-hmm. Now you're forced To listen to the original mm-hmm. Because you can't find The slowed down version mm-hmm. Right Another thing And I feel like I can End this question On this note okay. I would rather you Discover my music Because you like me As an artist mm-hmm. 
versus you stumble upon me because I sound like somebody else. Got you. And that's got you. That was profound as hell. Yeah, that yeah. makes you get sense. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Now, because I have been put on artist by stumbling now, but I get what you're saying because like Yeah Ali is dope. But nobody really like know him like that. But he done gave Chris Brown a bunch of hits, and like he's dope. But I found him through like okay, well shit, I was listening to this artist and this came on and this you know. And but, he's he's and that happened because he's a writer that decided like damn, mm-hmm. let me keep some of these hits mm-hmm. yeah. and do it for myself. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm definitely, saying? No, no, definitely. And like it's it sucks because he'll probably never reach the like status Chris of Chris level. Brown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he and got right of money on this, so he's straight. Yeah, he that's what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah. And he's not even worried about it. Yeah, it's just the point to, people need to know that. And he releases his music the I way can he do put this. it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, Mike, I, I do got a question. So what's something that you want to accomplish this year with your music? Whether it's like being more notarized, I mean, like playing in the club, <laughs> having people recognize you more. Dakari is asking dropping more music, music yeah. videos. What's something that what's some goals that you have this year with your music? All right, some goals that I have this year with just not my music. Um and this not because I don't I don't like to be selfish because I know I'm not the only R&B artist here. Correct. Um what I want is more respect for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I I want, you know, in in this platform right here is amazing because Y'all highlight sure. some artists that people won't even be checking for, mm-hmm. and they only listen to them because they pop up on you know y'all stories. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then those that stuff drives it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I want for me is to just I won't say be more confident. Is just say how the fuck you attitude. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we couldn't be fuck it. The reason why I say that, no, not y'all. It's, it's no, the, reason, the reason why I say that is because me myself, I've held myself back because I was afraid of how my music would be received. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying, or or you know what I'm saying. Niggas know me as we've had those conversations. Niggas well. know me as the engineer. You better go to Mike if you want your music to sound like this. You go to that nigga. Mm-hmm. But in in that same sentence. You can easily say, oh, if you want a song like this, you, you better go to that nigga. Need, yeah. Like, one thing I always give you credit for is you've always been, I feel like I said multifaceted like four times already. You've always been like, <laughs> That's a good word. Uh, good at just about everything musically. Like, multifaceted. Uh, I ain't want to say it again. <laughs> but we could come to Mike and just say, like, hey, we this is the kind of track that we're looking for. And. We sit there and we chop it up. Like we didn't sat in the studio with uh the notepad. I'll never forget we sat in there and the notepad came and mm-hmm. dropped they dropped a few beats. Um actually no. And the tonic. Well mm-hmm. I forgot what their actual group name is. But that's a different story. Two dope producers out of the city. Um but we really sat there and cooked something up. And they ain't gonna ever get released, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> We sat there and we do have this another thing, like the R and B artists and the producers are in the same boat where they're just not getting the respect because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the notepad and the tonic are fire. Fire. Like yeah. literally, like I don't even want to say they up under AO and Keys because they can do shit just as dope. Mm-hmm. Like, but because AO and Keys got the name, yeah, that's what everybody's gonna say, you gotta go to them for. But I feel like with that, like our R and B artists, we may not be able to name 
10 off the top of our head, like the average Orlando head. I mean, that's just because they don't get sought out for. And that's what we need to change, where, just like you said, the confidence. A lot of R&B artists here, like me speaking to a couple, are just like, bro, like I feel like nobody was listening. Like even with the 16, as confident as everybody was on most of them videos, talking to them on the side, it was just like, bro, I put this and this out, ain't nobody talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a lot of it had to do with the lack of a platform or just that confidence. Because, you know, for example, I don't know which one's going to come out, but the Queen Fee interview. She just came out with just something like, I know I'm the dopest motherfucker in the world, and da 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 da. It's a certain level of confidence that uh, rappers have that RB artists don't. And I'm not going to say it's y'all's fault because a lot of the city did kind of suppress that. So, what are you doing to build that, not only for yourself, but for other RB artists? And let's, let's even fine tune it more and say, not only in your circle, because you know, you got your four, like the group of y'all, but. We just played me a song not too long ago. She's like, oh, we sent this off to so-and-so, and this and this happened with it. Um, but, you know, you, we got dope female uh, R&B artists and stuff here. What are you doing to put everybody, or what do you want to do to put everybody in that mindset of, nigga, we here too? Yeah. Are um, you collabing with any? Hmm? I'm glad you said that. Um, Me, myself, and I, good song. Like I said, I, I'm just having the... Fuck you attitude and just saying I'm releasing shit. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm gonna stay working. And me, I feel like it's weird because you've never really, you've never ever seen R&B artists beef, right, or have issues with each other. I don't know, Trey Song. I mean, yeah. yeah. was coming up. Uh -huh. And then Chris that, Brown the whole, nah, and, and Frank Ocean. Jacket uh, Edge, catch a fade. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 was, that's not like niggas was fighting. It wasn't like a. It's not like a, a beef, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll never do this with this person. I feel like. Oh. Stop it. No. no Chris I, Brown and Drake ain't working too. I was about to say, they just rolled around. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even. But, I mean, they solve problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me as an R&B artist, like I want to, and I want to see Orlando R&B artists not afraid to collab. Like, mm -hmm. when is the last time you heard a good duet? That wasn't a cover. Oh, you talking about um, original music? Yeah. Dan yeah, that was, that's the long. That's the last time. Daniel Caesar no, and Daniel, her. That's what I'm saying. But when we look at Gideon. that, we talk about mainstream. <laughs> yeah. We we have that same. I can. Uh, this might be reaching because y'all might be like. Same level of talent. We have the same capabilities here for capabilities is a good word. Male R and B artists and female R and B artists to get in the studio and do a dope song yeah. together. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I but but it's wait, like wait. so. It's sometimes people look at the clickish. energy. That's what I say. It's very clear. Do y'all vibe like that? I try to work with everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I'm not going. Because like the rap like, niggas be rapping, but oh, because one right, thing I'll no say, singing. I feel like platforms like even when you look at uh dream city they kind of keep the same singers in rotation mm -hmm. so they're kind of clicked up over there um then it's a group of four y'all i wish i remember y'all group name but you gonna remind me well, no 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 yeah. oh, it's, okay. it's it's three now Oh, it's three. oh okay. yeah, it's three now. Oh, sure. We were just hey, talking about hey, beef and not singing. It's, 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 it's not. It's not a beef. It's not a beef thing. It's just. It's a, you know how when you get like you get a, you get a puzzle and you realize that one piece somebody stepped on and no longer fits. Mm. Yeah. So you can't use that one no more. Yeah, I just did a puzzle recently. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> you joining? You coming? We need you. Dog. I got to tell me step down. <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> but no, nah, like for real, like even even my team, like we we open to work with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we just actually submitted some records. Um, and we used the R&B singer here by the name of Indigo Jones to do the demos. Like, she's dope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's one thing about us. Regardless of if we're using it for placements, if we want to get you in the studio to help you do something that you want to do, we open to work. Now, there may come a fee with that. Uh A fee? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's still professional work yeah, being yeah. done. Like, the but at the end of the day, you you can never come to me and say, "Oh, you you don't want to work with me." Yeah. So, what do you enjoy doing the most? Behind the scenes work, the writing, the engineer, or being an artist, the camera, you know, the artist. Because I know some people say sometimes you have to focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. The artist thing to me is so new. Uh-huh. Um, actually stepping out and doing it myself. Like I perform with seven Michael all the time. You know, yeah, that that's nothing to me. <laughs> right. But as far as being like, damn, this is this is mine. Like this is Yeah, this is you on me. your own. Yeah. That's new. Um, as far as what I like the most. I mean, what I'm saying is I know you do both sides good mm-hmm. and you're very versatile. So how do you like, how do you go about that? Like, what do you, like, have you ever thought in like, like maybe I need to focus on behind the scenes or maybe I, I, I And that's, that's the reason why I haven't released music. That's why it took them so long. Because I was so this. focused on. And now you want to go the other route. I need to figure out mm-hmm. to be the best at this. Mm-hmm. So when it's time for me to release my stuff, I don't have to go to anybody to do mm-hmm. it because I'm already the best yeah. at oh, this. Yeah. But it's weird mm-hmm. because I don't like mixing my own music because I hate my voice. Mm. As most most people do, most people can't I listen to themselves recorded in any way. But if yeah. if if it comes to like engineering, um, I hate recording an artist. But the mixing, I I love it because I'm responsible for what everybody's going to hear at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, or as an engineer, don't come to me with $25 and be like, I want this to go on the radio tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not going to work. <laughs> and don't get mad because I took your hook, turned it down, lowered in your verse, and be like, boom, there you go. It'll work. That's $25 worth of a knob turning right there. That's $25 worth of mouse clicking. That's what damn, it's only five. Damn, it's about five dollars a click, big guy. Damn, I went, the I went in, I went in increments. <laughs> the fader. Let me ask though, because how how like important are visuals to you? Because do you have music videos? Not yet. Um, visuals. Okay. Visuals now are coming more important because we can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like. You know the the tiny desk at home series fire is amazing because mm-hmm. it's giving artists the, the opportunity to be creative in the their comfort to. zone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you you got some of these artists that won't act the same way at home, mm-hmm. then they'll act on stage. Yeah. Right, you right. get a little more personality. You out know of what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's a more intimate setting. So mm-hmm. I feel like um, even the red lingerie video. Right, it's every a lot of people have been asking me, dog. We need a video for this, but even with videos, I feel like I'm just not gonna shoot a video anywhere because mm-hmm. I feel like the art of music videos is gone. 
Mm. Um, you know, or hanging I, on by thread. You know, it's, it's, it's like, it right. like, bro, if if rappers would stop putting on tank tops, giving their crew guns and two foreign cars in their mama driveway, rented foreign cars, and doing a video. Mm-hmm. If people would stop doing that. And stop giving that stuff so many views, then people wouldn't be afraid to venture creative. out and do storyboards. But I now, think that comes with the budget. Also. Yeah. But now, at the end of the day, when you can't say budget, but your artist, your rapper in the video, money all on the ground. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I don't give a damn yeah. what yeah. kind of money. Party city. But this yeah. is the thing, right? So think about this, right? Let me no wait, think about this. When you say a budget, sound stages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound stages are fairly cheap. You can get you an event center. Mm-hmm. Get somebody. How, how much does it cost to build a ten by ten section of drywall? So you talking cheap. about? It's cheap, right? Yeah. So you can take a ten by ten section drywall, four of those, build a room, mm-hmm. decorate it however you want. How much did that cost you? A little bit of nothing. So how what much? we talking about a budget at? I think it's time. How much to on? No. Nope. On is, the regular, the, on the regular, how much a pistol costs you? Four hundred, five hundred dollars, right? We're not doing. But you got four or five of those in the video. They hey, not rent it. Yeah. Let's. Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. So where did the budget go? <laughs> yeah, huh? I feel like. I, I, I still think it's more so the label. And you can't blame the label. And then the yeah. the, the, the no, creativity behind it is isn't there. No artistry. That's then that's what I'm saying. We we've lost that. You can't blame the labels mm-hmm. because nine times out of ten, when when they give an artist in advance, that is supposed to cover. Videos and all that. Videos, all of that stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? So don't blame the label. We gave you the money. Yeah. It's up to you and your other team now to do it. It's up to you. So is that something that you want to bring back or like? I do bring back because we did say a few artists that are still pretty like meticulous about the way they do their videos. Yeah. Like to keep it in the R and B lane, Trevor Jackson does phenomenal Amazing. videos. Like, Ron like don't put out bad videos. No, he don't. He right. don't put out stand about a car shooting niggas pretending. You to also be. have to look at this. Chris Brown ain't afraid to spend his own money. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very and true. He said it in a few interviews. Trey Songz so gets creative with his videos. But it's not it's not that the, not the label is giving him some he might money. Just add to it he has to add budget. to it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because I have yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have this vision. He does it with, with stage sets too. Mm-hmm. I only have this much budget. I have this budget for, you know, this tour. But now I wanna do this. This is gonna cost me this. Boom. I gotta do that. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, one of my one of my favorite music videos. And I've spoken with a lot of people. Nova came by Frank Ocean. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite music videos, just because of the way it that was done. Just fine. cinematically, like I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." And you know what's crazy about that? I'm glad you brought that up because Nova came is not no oh big budget produced video. He got he he because you know Frank Ocean is a part of our future, which is you know him and Tyler Creator and Earl Sweatshirt. They got a whole collective. They got um. They have a production team on there, you know, it's underneath mm-hmm. their shit too, whatever. It was just the cameraman that had a dope vision or whatever, a little bit of Frank's direction or whatever, and they filmed it that to look dope like that. That's what I'm saying. So and when so you can't, we can't say money. a budget. It's it's nobody wants to sit down and think about things. Mm-hmm. Oh, what my video talking about this, this, and this, and nine times out of ten, 
these videos don't even match the goddamn song. Yeah. yeah. And that's the part I don't like right there. You know what I'm saying? Like if we talking guns, drugs, shooting niggas, riding in the whip or whatever, that need to be in your verse. I don't want that. And then you talking about, you know what I'm saying? My bitch just left me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we not shooting up the, the like we shooting the woman. What are we doing? Like he, you know like there, like it's people that say, oh, we need to bring back video countdown shows for what? Ten videos of the exact same thing, just in a different neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You right? Yeah. <laughs> like why? I like so yeah, I do. Yeah. Like to be honest, I, listen, bro. Like Roddy, Roddy Rich, I, the yeah. box video. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Fire. 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 That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It was. But see, on the flip side of that, because I know the box was like, okay, <laughs> the box was like the, the song is hot. So the label was like, we're gonna invest money into making sure you, you know, you have the video the way you want it, and that could be good or bad. I don't think that was the case. Because you got to nope. Because you got to look at think about another another artist or this group that does amazing fucking videos. But the he Migos, said right? he had the vision and they put the money behind it. Okay. Oh, listen. I mean, got a lot of me. Was. But it was the most regular hood shit, but it fit for that. Because it, that's what the song was getting. Like the Migos yeah. video, just right? came back. Yeah. Migos video. <laughs> and then like a lot of times, it, it don't it don't be QC's money. It be theirs. Yeah, because they ain't afraid of it. Because they have a afraid. vision. Yeah, you know afraid. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I miss being able to turn on BET. You know what I'm saying? Cedar's come World. On, BET. Come on, and Cedar's goddamn World. Missy Elliott video. Come on, she run around the bitch like Mega Man. Is it worth it? Come you on. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. stuff like that. Stuff that I, mean, I gotta watch this video. You know, and then like Sierra has some of the best videos. Yeah, like it's like it's, it's it's stuff like that. Like so I feel like we can look forward to when it comes to your videos. I was gonna ask. Like, yeah. Where are we? Well, with yours. What are we expecting? Hmm. Okay. Because you got this song. And I also want to be present. I want to be like. <laughs> you want to be a, 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 a gift, video, but I want to like be there. Like, okay. You want to experience that? Because okay. you got this song, Red Lingerie. Yeah. I'm yeah, seeing I'm seeing video. So but let me Mike okay, do so it. the red the red <laughs> lingerie video. Okay. We actually I mean sincerely yours gonna do it. We actually we we secured a location. Okay. Um we just waiting on everybody's schedule to clear up because um we got and this is this is what I mean, like you can't you can't say like creativity doesn't exist anymore. No. Because you, you take a song like Red Lingerie and all you gotta do is get somebody that's willing to do <laughs> A goddamn Airbnb for two days. Mm-hmm. That's what the niggas be doing nowadays too. But you know that's that's technically what we're doing. But you know my boys letting us use his crib, so we got that, and we just waiting on everybody's schedule to line up. The okay. directors all in and everything for it. So it's gonna get done. Okay. We were hoping to do it before Valentine's Day and release everything then, but schedule. Yeah, so it's next year. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's coming. You know, it might be. So, you might be. Yeah, I respect no. that. <laughs> I respect that. One thing, shit, John. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you, the artist, mm-hmm. like you know, a lot of people know you just because you know you, fucking goofball ass nigga. You know, you always joking, always playing, but um. You, the artist, mm-hmm. uh, what do you want people to actually know and understand about you? And I'm not even just going to say sincerely yours. I'm just mean like you, your entire being as an artist. Um, 
I kind of want to take my artistry and change the stigma for um, not only men, but black men. Um, I want everybody to know that we still are human. Mm -hmm. um, we do love and we do have way. feelings. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I want us to be able to... <laughs> no, I, 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 I do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, I, I want true. us to be able to actually like it's okay to wear feel. our heart on our sleeve. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Shout out. Broken hearted but, club. Uh, you know, this <laughs> is. But um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want people That's to know African, that. African, huh? Yeah, for Black History Shout Month, that was a special land. edition joint. Okay. But um. In the rain. Because if you had what? Coronavirus. You know, niggas can't get regular sick no more. You know, <laughs> you can't just catch a cold. Mm -mm. You got to be home for fourteen days. But um, no, nah, I, I really do. I, I want I want that to come from my music and me being an artist. Okay. Because, like, think about it. When's the last time you really wrote a letter? Last time I wrote a letter? Yeah. Well, we had it depends because they say I'll be sending long text messages. So I'm I talking about like a, a, a real letter. Uh -huh. I don't even remember the last time I seen a pencil, babe. So, and then, but think about it. Like that's when I write a song. A lot of my music is very conversational, and so that that kind of ties back into my name. Oh, I wrote an email the other day. I but that's beside the point. Same. Go ahead. <laughs> I did. I wrote. An but now, nah, like it ties back into the name and kind of how I want everybody to come back around and realize, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You, you know what I'm saying? So you feel like that's a. Uh, I don't want to say misconception, but that's a uh, stigma, as you said. Mm -hmm. In society, yes. That Especially black men like don't wear their hair on their sleeve. It's not that we don't. We're we're afraid to be called that word that... Soft. Soft. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, damn. Now we have to wear this, this armor or have this certain persona mm -hmm. in front of you, but when we go home, we're a hot mess. Yeah. 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 That and that's sense. how all the mental breakdowns and all of that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm asking yeah. because I feel like pre-Drake, that's exactly where we was at. Like he kind of, he's kind of shifted that to where it's like he made it cool for him, but it's starting to be more of an acceptable thing just amongst the general population. But like even even then, when you say that, when when a dude is expressing themselves. There was a time where they was, oh, nigga, you draking. Yeah, yeah, draking or, and driving. it's still, <laughs> in know? a lot of black men's eyes, it's still soft. It's soft. Because even when Meek Mill, that was the thing. You got body by singing nigga. Yeah. It, Which, it gave the perception of singing niggas are soft. And that's, that's, yeah. I understand that you, that's mm -hmm. not the perception you should have. Especially because, again, we talked about niggas don't fuck with Keep Sweat. Because Keep Sweat about <laughs> it back in the day. Um, bro, singing niggas be the realest niggas on the planet, bro. Trey Songz caught the most fade, jumping in the crowd. Bro, Trey Songz oh, had yeah. a police a, officer a, in the headlock. Had a whole football game during the pandemic in the headlock. Man. The law and the yeah. other officer was like, "Let him go, <laughs> let him go." No shit, but but not like I do. I do the like white that. man. Don't do it, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> let him go, Trey. <laughs> I do like that. Like it's, there's always a bigger picture and you're actually focused on it now so i can say if i don't care like i'm proud that you're actually doing that because again i, I knew you for a long time goddamn it like <laughs> 16 years or so and it was just like even like in spurs we had a conversation about music it's just like there's something there 
there's a much bigger thing there. And it wasn't that she wouldn't take it seriously. It may have more so been like, I just don't know. Or like you said, the confidence behind it. So like, I'm happy. I'm proud that you found it or you're still finding it. And it is growing. It's showing. Cause it's just one of those nigga. I'm here now. Like, I'm not going to keep getting overlooked or like even that first step doing the 16, you ain't want to do that shit at first. And I kept saying, bro, look, come mm-hmm. on now. You literally just said you want a platform. Here's a platform. You stepped out, you did your thing, and you weren't salty about it. And you came back, even at the end of it, we need to help. Mike was there to help make sure all the sound and stuff was straight. Um, so yeah, like just seeing the artist emerge is dope as shit. Especially because you don't make bad music. Like, if you made trash music, you know I tell you it's trash music. You play some songs to me, and I'm just like, that ain't quite it. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. That ain't quite it. Yeah, you made trash music. You or Sincerely wouldn't be sitting right here. I honestly respect that. A lot of trash music is no longer on my computer either. Yeah. We appreciate that. Like, Say your memory. Or, it, or it's moments where, you know, again, getting stuck in a moment of right now where you've played a song, I'm like, that sounds just like da 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 da. And then I'll play it, and you'll go, click. All right, so we're going to work on the next one. And like, <laughs> you, you, you're finding yourself, and that's super dope. So. Project on the way. On the other hand, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, on the other hand, that is what A&R's are supposed to do. It's supposed to help the artists find their sound. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're doing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let uh, follower count. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But I agree with what you're saying, and I I respect that. Take your time as an artist, figure your shit out, make sure it's coming out the way you want it to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Put it out. But don't forget that you're 47 years old. My industry age, my industry age is 16. The fuck? Excuse me. I'm like a Marion. You know, Marion was 16 for six years. Be right. Uh-uh. Y'all remember that we B2K? To, let's let's yeah. I'm a, okay. I'm 22. Okay. I'm 22. I can drink. <laughs> well, also to what Ben was saying about the 16 or whatever. You participating just even if you got eliminated in the first round or whatever, whatever that opened people's ears to you as a as an artist or whatever. And we was telling people behind the scenes, on the page or whatever, like this nigga does this, this, yeah. this, and this also whatever. So like, yes, you know, there's a lot of people said he sounds better than I thought he'd sound. Yeah, like people was really surprised by that. And I, I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, but. If you believe in yourself, especially at this point, you sound like you do. You went here talking to us about it. You know what I'm saying? You taking our criticism and our feedback or whatever and answering the questions in a way that makes sense. So if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you're in a place where you're ready to go, then go. So another, people going to listen. So, okay, I, I missed answering this part. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I want as a goal, I want to start doing listening sessions. That would mm-hmm. be um, I think people need to do that just in general. We've gotten away from it. Yeah, like I said, like session that. if you ain't just getting off the grill, you know what I'm saying? Like I, they don't be like that. They, don't be like that. No, because but people, people like like I say, listening sessions have turned into tune into my live. I'm in the studio with my mm-hmm. 14 homeboys. Yeah, we smoking and drinking. Like that. Oh, like out at 12 o'clock. Because you know what, you can't expect. A DJ to really be like, I'm gonna play this nigga music in the club. If you ain't even gave him a live space to hear you, hear yeah, the shit, that's, that's, how that's, good that's, this shit, how that's what I want to do. Um, I feel like it's gonna be harder because of the way I'm releasing music and because COVID. Mm-hmm. 
but I want to do, you know, before I really release something. Whether it be, you know, you know, can we talk music coming together, inviting a few DJs and just random people. Oh, you hey, want us to curate it? Cause we can do that. I mean, it don't matter. But, but I wanna, I, like I said, I don't want to do a whole project like that because I'm not releasing a project just yet. So listen. So that's what I'm saying. I want to do every single that comes out. Look, at this time, it's only gonna be two, three hours long anyway, because the song only gonna be three minutes. Mm-hmm. We gonna eat, we gonna drink, we gonna talk. I about to say you be on the grill. You know what I'm we saying? We gonna talk. You know what I'm Bring saying? Some of your chicken in, which is special. I ain't coming if ain't no chicken off the fucking grill. I respect that. There will be plenty of chicken. That's just shouting out again. He <laughs> fire on the grill. But uh-huh. um, yeah, I, I want to get back to lis- listening to music. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to give because that's an art in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been able you, to you, listen you, and process you, music. You know, I want you to be able to actually listen to it the way I listen to it. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be influenced by people around you because nine times out of ten we only like songs because everybody else like and that's you that's you know again like stephanie's point that's this whole social media culture. think about the radio you see two niggas in the comment talking about this fire that you like well i guess i'm gonna put the fire emoji in it think about the radio really is not a lot of these songs aren't great songs or not even good songs we're forced to like them because we hear them 10 times in an hour Mm -hmm. yeah so I I don't want you to hear my music like that. Yeah, that's great because that ten times they played it drove them streams up or whatever. But and I some want of that to, shit work for songs too. I want you it to listen to like, my music. It's kind of catchy. I want you to sit down, especially the type of music I make. I want you to sit down, get you a drink, eat some food, have a a conversation with somebody about this song. Mm-hmm. Now see, see how you just came up with that. That is a. In my opinion, that's a dope way to introduce people to your music and your sound and the way that you are as an artist. Because ain't, never, ain't nobody ever invited me to shit. Come to listen party. We're going to have some food, some drinks, or whatever. And we're going to have a discussion. After you listen to the record, we're going to have a discussion about the record and what you like, didn't like, the meaning, X, Y, and Z. I'm, I'm the kind of person, if I like a song or whatever, enough or whatever, I listen to the words. Mm-hmm. Break now, break now. Oh, this, this mean this. Punchlines, metaphors, bars on YouTube, what this person interpreted the song as, whatever, whatever. So if you do something like that, bro, I feel like that'll only amplify you. You know, and then I'm, I'm glad you say like you listen to words because being though, when I write, I throw little things in there to make people be like, well, damn, what did, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like the second single I got coming out called Missing You uh, later this month, by the end of the month. Um, yeah, because we the, the chorus weeks left. Now. Yeah, I respect okay. that. I'm just saying, March. <laughs> the chorus, right? The chorus is, "Give me a long, tall glass, and I'll fill it up with you." Although the days are gone and the nights are long, the morning just won't do. That's bar. And so <laughs> my homeboy heard it, and he stopped the record. He was like, "Nigga, I like what you did there." Mm-hmm. Just a couple double yeah. entendres. Yeah, man. and that's exactly what he said. I said I did that because although it won't catch everybody. You're gonna have certain people that listen specifically that wait for that hook to come around because of that line, mm-hmm. and I do that in a lot of my songs, like um, "Red Lingerie." Um, the first line of the chorus is, "Can you keep a secret? Cause your Vicky's telling lies." Mm. What is Victoria's secret? Panties. Drums. Nobody knows. Well, I do know Victoria's secret is that. Victoria is actually Victor. He a man. Yeah. It's a man. I respect that. Never seen that. <laughs> no. But, that's the real. But what I'm like, that's, that's weird line, as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, for y'all to know. It's crazy. Yeah. 
You know, so like a lot of my music, I do a lot of stuff to catch those people that actually listen to words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I get that not only from the amazing 2000 era of R&B, but um, my and partner, 90s, was, 90s and 2000s, yeah. Oh, okay. My partner, <laughs> my partner, um, Michael Five, like he drilled that. He was like, "Yo, we gotta throw metaphors in there." Shout because out to he was in the 16, yeah. Because <laughs> rappers do it, and yeah. people don't catch it until at the end. So but that be what be giving those certain rappers longevity too. But that's that's and that's another quotable. Yeah, it's quotable. Them Instagram captions, pe- the shit that make people be like, oh. The car might have caught something mm-hmm. in a song that I ain't catch. I'm gonna listen back to it again. Like, oh damn, he did say that, and you, the song just growing because mm-hmm. you keep listening. Yeah. So we actually, I actually had the idea of doing like a red lingerie challenge, to where mm, you now know you're going left now. A challenge? Yeah. Speak on. It's me. not like a challenge. It's it's because okay, I see. So no no no. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was so the best video to the song in red lingerie, okay, would get a hundred dollar Fenty gift card, Savage Fenty gift card. Okay, so we're still thinking about that, but Valentine's Day is gone. So but you also, you, how do you feel about like making songs strictly for social media? Because we talked about this in the last that we did as far as like making music just for TikTok for people to have a challenge to mm-hmm. like or make up a dance to and it's just like at that point like Ben has said it's not genuine anymore. It's, it's not. Like, I feel I'm like, trying to get my music out there so hey do a challenge. That's mm-hmm. and like, like I said that's another thing about sacrificing me. Mm-hmm. Um if if my song is good enough it'll it find its way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because again a lot of a, challenges a lot of these songs were not challenges. Mm-hmm. They were songs and people were like, I, like uh, I just want to do this dance to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And it became that. So See, that was the faces coming out of him. That was that Rosemont Center. <laughs> mm-hmm. We didn't forget. We remember. Back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> yeah, I won't do a song just for social media. Um, now, if a company came to me and said, Hey, we need a jingle, that's different. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna get in the studio and Jamie Foxx. Come on, <laughs> yeah. got to I'm do it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I won't do it. So I know we we mentioned like you know your metaphors and stuff. So now just to to close out, what do you want to leave the people with? Like what is just to again we've answered the question like of who you are and why you're doing it. So what's next, um, and what should we expect from sincerely yours? Um. Just to know that I'm here. Um, not only good music, but timeless music. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, R&B is one of those genres that's probably not going to go anywhere. Probably. That bit is not but going. I want for you to be able to turn on a song and remember where you were when you first heard it. Um, and tie that in to where you are now. So that that's that's what I want. It's um, like you'll remember exactly where. Exactly. Like it'll you know. give you a certain feeling yeah. every time. And that's that's a lot of things one of the big things with me and my music. I want you to feel something. Mm-hmm. Don't turn it on because it's it's a bop or it's a vibe. Turn it on because it makes you feel a certain way. To this sincerely you are talking. I told you his voice is gonna change. Mm. It's gonna I get didn't a mean to catch the voice change. Mm-hmm. But oh, I mean wow. that that's nice to meet you. That's it. 
you know, but you can expect more music. Um, like I said, Missing You is coming out. Mm-hmm. Three uh, weeks. And it's fire now, already. It's, it's coming out. Um, also in talks with um, getting this guy named Breland, um, who did, you heard My Truck? That's the uh, the pen point guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pen point guard. I'm actually he's done a lot of writing um, for a lot of major artists and working on some some stuff to get him on a remix. To nice. It. Oh, that's dope. So that'll be a good look for sure. Mm-hmm. Reaching out to a few people to try to solidify that, but just know, man, I'm working and we working. All right. So and don't forget the clothing line. Oh yeah, Broken Heart Club. Broken Hearts Club. Is we it got you. Hearts. Oh, hearts. it is an S R. Now you see that. It's <laughs> it's, but it's, um, it's you. Before you close, though, I do want to say, for me and us, we do appreciate you, mm-hmm. you know, give you your flowers, you know. You yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was there from day one? <laughs> yeah, literally. You know, <laughs> like Mike, this is. Yeah. Mike ran down on me. He was like, oh, so y'all just gonna record somewhere else, huh? And I was like, bro, you said no COVID no, can't come I don't in the house. Think it was that. I mean, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. I never got to really say like, I do appreciate you, um, cause you help us out with the the program for everything, the laptop, everything. Like, really, when we was like, damn, we need X, Y, and Z, but we ain't trying to. Spent a whole bunch of money. He was like, Mike could probably hook some Good up. times. Even when he used to be drunk and screaming in the background and shit. You know, <laughs> still, still all good times. But yeah, we definitely appreciate it because you, you definitely were like a, a staple in getting us going. Where it was just like, we had, I mean, you, again, a lot of just conversations where it's just like, damn, bro, like we need, I need somewhere to record. Like we're trying to do this podcast thing. And then you're just like, well, I mean, just like, pull up. You can record it. Yeah. Right. Shit happened. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. are appreciated. Um, give Two your social voice. media. Damn, I don't know what unless I'm looking at you it. You don't know your social media? Oh, my um, Instagram. Oh, okay. It's um, IPenhead, I P E N H E D. So. The pen, obviously. Uh, IPen mm-hmm. hits every day. Okay, I knew it, was, it had to be an acronym because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. so, IPenhead. That's okay. I thought it had something to do with bowling. It, the hit, the pin hit. I thought it was a tie with bowling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I, I used to bowl as a kid. Oh. I, I, I appreciate y'all too, man. Like at the end of the day, like y'all have opened not only eyes to a lot of undiscovered or unrecognized R and B music, but y'all have opened a lot of ears as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, we be trying. It's, we it's cool for people mm-hmm. to see it, but. For them to then hear it is totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it all worth it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, y'all definitely doing something real good. Hey, um, can I make a request? Nah, probably Stephanie, not. Stephanie, can you, can you pull out the Draco one time? Oh, shit. Bah, bah. <laughs> there go. There go. That's it. Now, why are you bringing up old shit? Mm-hmm. You just leave it. Bring out the past. That's it. Now she done killed us again. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs>